Blog Talk Radio. He deserves honor, he deserves glory, 
back to our in-person service in February, our first service of, it ain't the first service of the year, but it's our first service, and we are welcome, 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 welcoming you on today. If you're watching via social media or YouTube, do us a small favor. Go ahead and hit that share and or subscribe button on YouTube, share button on Facebook. Invite your neighbors. Send them a personal invite. That means drop it in the inbox and let them know that you tuned in to the birthplace of gospel music. We are so excited and happy that we get to commune with you today and fellowship and worship with you. For he is the great I am. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Our scripture text today comes from the gospel of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew chapter 24, the gospel of Matthew chapter 24. It's the first book of the New Testament. If you have a problem finding it, that means Wednesday. Be logged in first. Just, just be sitting there before the pastor even turn the room on. Just be sitting there waiting for a host to start. Just be right there. If you have a problem finding Matthew, Matthew chapter 24, there's one verse, one verse, verse 13. Matthew, Matthew chapter 24, verse 13. And it reads, But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. The word of God is blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we welcome you into this place. Lord God, we just want to say thank you this morning just for being you. God, we recognize that we haven't been so good that, that, that we deserve to be here, God, but we recognize that it's because of your grace and your mercy that you allowed us to be here. And for that, we say thank you. Now, God, for the rest of this service, God, have your way. Remove anything that is unlike you, any confusion, God, any disheartenment, any discouragement. Remove it out of the way so that you might get the glory, the honor, and the praise. And that your people, even in the room or online, may be edified. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. How you brought me out 
online via Facebook Live and YouTube. We welcome you as well. On behalf of the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, we are so grateful that you are here at the birthplace of gospel music. We are super excited to be back in person this first Sunday of February 2022. Uh, Just to have a couple of quick announcements uh, for you this morning. 
we want to make mention that uh, the church clerk is still seeking, still seeking, still seeking your email addresses. If you have not already done so, please, please submit your email address to the church office so that we can send you information and our newsletter and other things that we are working on. Please, 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 we are trying to save posters as best we can because y'all know stamps ain't no longer 20 cents, right? Right? Y'all know stamps cost some money now, right? Oh, so y'all, y'all know that, right? So we're trying to use our electronic, electronic systems to get information out. So please, please, sir, please, ma'am, make certain that you uh, submit your email address to the church. Also, we want to make mention... Um, that the month for the entire month of February, we were wearing African attire as we seek to celebrate Black History Month. So if you are planning on coming in person, please, if you have it, if you have it, uh, come on out and wear your African attire for the entire month of February. Also want to say thank you to all of those persons on yesterday that was here to host uh, the funeral that was here uh, on yesterday. Um, Minister King, Patricia, uh, uh, our custodians were here. Y'all did a phenomenal, phenomenal job uh, in hosting that family who uh, wanted to utilize our space uh, to celebrate the life of their beloved. And I just want to say thank you for the work that you put in, the work that you put in for the glory of God. We will be here next next Saturday uh, at 11 o'clock. Uh, for the funeral services for our own beloved sister Ethel Brunson uh, will be here next Saturday 11 o'clock is the wake and 12 o'clock will be the funeral also we got word uh, Michaela Bryant the cousin of uh, Natalie Dumas's funeral also will be on next uh, Saturday as well. That funeral service is at, uh, the wake is at 9.30 and the funeral service is at 10 a.m. at St. John Baptist Church on 115th Street, East 115th Street. We'll certainly continue to pray for that family and we'll certainly continue to pray for Sister Campbell uh, in the loss of her sister. Uh, we have that information. We'll put that out uh, during our prayer time. Uh, let's continue in worship, uh, our God, in spirit and in truth. It's good to be alive, is it not? If you ain't saying nothing, maybe you don't want to be, but it's good to be alive. Amen. Amen. Let's continue to worship our God. Thank you. 
to have this chance, this opportunity to see, to plant a seed in the work and ministry of this house. God, we ask right now that you would bless these, our offerings, our gifts, oh God. We thank you, O oh God, that you've made a way for us to give. We thank you, O oh God, that you have blessed us with resources, O oh God. And we ask, O oh God, that as we offer our best to you in our stewardship, that you will take these gifts and multiply for your glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. online we call this our virtual altar call for you if you would like to put a name in the chat space so that we can call that out call those names out we have several names on our list we certainly want to continue to pray for Naomi Campbell 
as I mentioned earlier, the services of celebration for Sister Arville Adams will be this coming Saturday at Faith Temple Church of God in Christ, 7158 South Peoria. That funeral uh, wake is at 10 and the funeral is at 11. And so we certainly want to spread out to support certainly Sister Campbell and we want to support the Brunson family and we want to support the Dumas family as well. I believe we have enough saints that can spread across the city and just be a face of support to those of our family members, of our church members who are going through, who are grieving as families. But we want them to know that we are with them and that we are praying mightily, mightily for them. We continue to lift up these names on our list today. We thank God our name is not on here. But we are grateful for the opportunity to intercede on behalf of those who are listed this day. And so we lift up Crystal Davis and Lindsay Mayfield. We continue to pray for Marguerite Jones and Doris Robertson, the cousin of Beverly Stinson, Deacon Chester Coleman. We're praying for Elise and Willie Grant. Lifting up today, Alfred Moore, our beloved brother, Kenneth Sexton, the son of Sister Vivian Peake, Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter. We're praying for Bernetta Pearson, David Pearson. We're praying for Grace Lee and Reverend Mary Grant. We're praying for Kevin Sims, the brother-in-law of Rachel Ingram Sims, who is now in hospice. We're praying for Sarah, Sarah Billups and Mary Alexander, Rosa Conway, Gladys Evans. We're praying for Patricia Hatcher, Elvina Hawkins, Janice Carr. We're continuing to pray and intercede on her behalf. Reverend James Thompson, Mary and Gil Horton, continue to pray for our own First Lady Pamela, who is here today. Albert Cheney, son of Rita Cheney. We're praying for Angela Williams, the daughter of Patricia Hatcher, and a Johnny Clayton, son of Angela Clanton. Sally Hogan, and again, Naomi Campbell. Again, the family of Michaela Bryant. Cynthia Mitchell, cousin of Vivian Taylor, and Maude Burtz, also a cousin of Vivian Taylor. And, of course, the Brunson family right now. Let us go to God in prayer. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Eternal God, our Father, we pause right now, O God. We pause right now, O God, and ask that you would have mercy right now. Lord, that you would have mercy upon those whose names that we have listed those names that we have called, those names that are known to us, and even those names that are unknown to us. For the names, O oh God, that were submitted in the chat space, O oh God, we lift them up right now, O oh God. You know what we stand in need of. 
God, Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, we petition you, we reach out to you, we pray to you, because, God, we there's a few of us, oh God, that understand and know the power of prayer. For God, we have known you personally as a healer. We have known you personally as a sustainer. We have known you yet even to be a way maker, oh God. And so, God, as we stand here and intercede on behalf of others, oh God, we ask, God, that you would encourage their hearts and encourage their minds, oh God, whatever they stand in need of, oh God, that you would meet them at the point of their need. God, have mercy on the sick. Have mercy on the afflicted. Have mercy, O oh God, on those who are grieving, O oh God. We lift up our church today also, God. We lift up Ebenezer, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for the ministry and the work that has gone forth this week. We thankful, God, for the favor that we have enjoyed and experienced just this week, oh God. And we're asking, oh God, as we move forward, oh God, to the work that you would have us to do, that you would continue to open up doors, oh God, and continue to make a way, oh God, as we seek to do the work that you have given to our hands, oh God. God, I thank you for the senior saints who are still on the journey. For the senior saints, oh God, that have been faithful, O oh God, for the new saints, O oh God, who have been faithful, oh God. I lift them up, O oh God. I lift up families today, O oh God. I lift up our children, O oh God. I lift them up, O oh God. I lift up our Sunday school and our Bible study, O oh God, and all the ministries, O oh God, the, the ushers and the choir and the musicians, O oh God, for, for all of those who lend their gifts for your glory, God. I thank you, God. I thank you for them. Pour back into them, O oh God. Pour back into them, O oh God, a double portion of your blessings, God. Thank you, God, for our trustees. Thank you for our deacons, O oh God, who remain faithful. God, I continue to ask Special blessings, O oh God, upon the ministerium, O oh God. Continue to guide and direct us, O oh God. God, we're so grateful to be able to call upon your name. We're grateful to be back in this space again, O oh God. We shout hallelujah, O oh God. You continue to make a way. God, as we continue in the balance of this service, O oh God, we would ask, O oh God, that you would allow some word to transform our hearts and our minds. Some word, oh God, that will inspire us and will cause us, oh God, to go on and see what the end will be. God, show us your glory. Show us, oh God, your power. Show us what we can do when we trust in you. God, this is our prayer. This is indeed our plea. And so, God, we lift now this prayer upon the wings of the morn. We place it before thy feet to the all-wise God. We pray, and for his sake we do pray. And the redeemed of all God's children said, Amen, Amen, and Amen.
I guess y'all ain't glad to see me. It's good to see y'all. It's good to be seen, praise the Lord. What the preacher say, it's good to be seen and not viewed. Come on now. Come on. I don't want to be viewed. I don't want to be viewed. I want to be seen. Hallelujah in this place. So glad to see you all. You all have made your way, pressed your way. And even those of you who are watching online, we see you. We see you, Audrey. We see you. We see all of you. We see you, Monica. We see you. We see you, Rachel's online. We see you, so many others. We see you online. We see you. We're glad that you are with us. We need to hear hearing once more and again, but he that endures until the end, the same shall be saved. This is the first Sunday of Black History Month. And I want to speak from the subject, don't you get weary. Don't you get weary. Don't you get weary. Hallelujah. Don't you get weary. Now, this wasn't a companion preachment to Dr. King 
from last Sunday, but he's connected in a small way because he preached, if you remember, we made it. Y'all wasn't paying attention last Sunday. Y'all didn't do the four-piece check-in on Monday night. We made it. And so that was an encouraging word, and I want to offer a further encouraging word. Don't you get weary. Don't you get weary. I was talking to a young person who had just, uh, in my school, who had just accepted Christ, and they asked me a question. Uh, They had mentioned it to me that they were at their church, and they walked the aisle, and they know that I'm in ministry here at Ebenezer. And so the young lady asked, she said, so, so, so now I'm a Christian. I said, yeah. And then she said, now what? Now what? That's what so many new converts think after they have been converted. And they are justified in asking that question. At the point of their conversation, it is up to us, the seasoned saints, to school them on their new direction. And to do what? To encourage them to study the Word of God. Being saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost is, and I heard it this morning, a process. It's a process. Your your repentance opens the door to your spiritual growth. But Christians are duty-bound to seek a higher understanding of their journey with Christ. Paul, Paul told Timothy to do what? To study and seek God's approval. We have the same challenge, and it doesn't matter how long you have been on the journey. We, too, even now, are challenged to study God's Word and to seek help with interpretation and application. We are called to assemble ourselves together that that through God's word we may be empowered to face the full impact of our journey with Jesus the Christ. So you might be sitting there, you might be watching online asking, what does that journey look like? Because there's no crystal ball to reveal what God has planned for you. Because no two journeys are exactly alike. And so we have to look at it from this perspective. We have, we have the past, we have the present, and we have the future. First, the past is your lesson. The past is your lesson. Everything we experienced yesterday is designed to better prepare us for today. We don't like the school of hard knocks, even though many persist in attending it. But valuable, valuable lessons are learned when life gives us lemons. 
doesn't matter whether we shop for those lemons or they just happen to leap into our basket. From adversity, we learn to be strong. From fear, we learn to be courageous. From difficulty, we learn to be tough. We learn that nothing, nothing, nothing can degrade the promises of God or defeat the plan of God if we stay focused on God. Focused on God. Don't you get weary. God is in charge of our curriculum. For those our college students who, who are watching, don't, don't count on any snap or crib courses. Life is not easy. But what you learned yesterday will help you today and tomorrow. Perseverance is vital, it's critical, it's crucial to growing in your faith. And God wants his people to persevere no matter what happens. We have to learn how to overcome obstacles. We have to learn how to overcome difficulties. We have to learn how to overcome trials. And we have to learn how to overcome tribulation to experience victory in Christ. You see, beloved, we have two choices. Two choices when faced with hardship. Either we trust in God and keep our vision on him, or we quit and abandon hope. God has so much more in store for us and planned for us. Struggles become blessings and hardships become rewards if we persevere. We had a wonderful week uh, uh, this week in ministry, had an opportunity to talk to some people about the grant that we received. And one of the things that we learned, it's going to take a lot of work, but we will persevere. When the fledging church at Rome began to offer persecution for their faith in, to suffer persecution for their faith in Christ, the Apostle Paul, he did this. He reminded them of this valuable lesson. He said, we glory in our suffering because we know that the suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. Do you want a faith that is relevant? Do you, do you want a faith that works? When James wrote his letter to the larger sphere of new converts, he wrote it more as a challenge designed to exhort and designed to push, designed to encourage, to challenge, and to convict, to rebuke and revive, to describe practical holiness and drive believers toward the goal of a faith that works. You see, James is severely ethical. He will chastise you in a minute, but he also refreshingly is practical with discipleship training. James wrote, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you face trials 
of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finishes its work so that you may mature and complete and lack anything. You see, the Lord your God is testing you, testing you to find out if you love him with your whole being. So you, 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 you got to buckle up. You have to buckle up, my brothers and sisters. Don't, don't get it twisted. Life is a bumpy ride. And if the past is your lesson, then, then the present is your gift. What good, think about it, what, what good, what good are lessons if you never have the opportunity to apply those lessons for effective results? Let me, let me put it to you in language maybe you can understand better. Some of you have been coming to this church 10, 20, 30, 40, 60, 70, 80, maybe years, and you have sat here Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. You have been faithful Sunday after Sunday. You have heard sermon after sermon after sermon after sermon, and then you heard sermon after sermon after sermon. You hear all of this good word. What good is it to hear all of this good word and never act? on the word you've heard. Every day that we walk with Christ, we have the opportunity to apply his lessons to our own lives and to share his teachings with other people. This is how we honor Christ's salvation, uh, sacrifice for our salvation, not out of a sense of duty, but, but a sensation of delight. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. When we delight in serving the Lord, we inherit a righteousness that can never be tarnished. We, we inherit a peace that can never be troubled, a foundation that can never be shaken. We inherit a light that can never be extinguished and a rest that can never be disturbed. For we rest in peace with thee. The apostle John gave us this advice in his old age. He, in his gospel, he wrote, I, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. For the night cometh when no man can work. In other words, John was letting and telling us to get busy. Don't sit on your salvation, but rather serve in the midst of your salvation. And listen what Paul told the church at Philippi. When, when Paul wrote to thank them for their financial support during his imprisonment, he said, brethren, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching and reaching forth unto those things which are before, what I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. 
If you want to know what you should be doing, take a tip from Paul. You ought to be pressing forward. I know that we have gone through a, a, a year or two or more of this pandemic, but you got to press forward. I know that we have had losses and setbacks and reversals. We have to press forward. I know we have had fits and starts. We have to press forward. I know we have had to be open and then back closed and then back open, but we press forward. If the past is your lesson and the present is your gift, unwrap your gift and use it. Then you will come to realize that your future is your motivation. Your future, Ebenezer, is your motivation. Christians have a roadmap. We know where we are headed. We're headed eventually for eternal life. And we know how to get there. Jesus said to John on the Isle of Patmos, be thou faithful unto death, and you will receive a crown of life. I read this story, a story of a preacher who was headed for a new doctor appointment. And a mile away, he, he, he realized that the address he was going to was unfamiliar. And he reached down to the council in his car to turn on his GPS. Then he realized he had left his phone at home. And he was completely lost without it. What happens when a Christian tries to get through life without focusing on the promises of God? You could get lost in the madness that life throws at you, and you could risk making a wrong turn. So you've got to keep your eyes on the prize. Did you hear what I'm saying? You've got to keep your eyes on the prize. We, we got a lot of work to get done. We have a lot of work to do. And they're going to be reversals. They're going to be setbacks. But you, we have to keep our eyes on the prize. Noah was faithful through a flood. He kept his eye on the prize. Abraham was faithful on Mount Moriah. Ruth was faithful in the fields of Boaz. Joseph was faithful in a pit. He kept his eyes on a prize. Moses was faithful in Pharaoh's court. Elijah was faithful on Mount Carmel. Elisha was faithful living in the shadow of Elijah. David was faithful when facing Goliath. Daniel was faithful in the lion's den. The Hebrew boys were faithful in the fiery furnace. Stephen was faithful while being stoned. Paul was faithful in prison. Thanks be unto God, Christ was faithful on the cross. I don't know about you, but I want my testimony to be that we were faithful. Faithful. The Lord knows all about our struggles. He knows 
the responsibilities that you and you and you are carrying. He knows the battles we are fighting. He knows the sacrifices we are making. He knows the temptations we are wrestling with. He knows, God knows the hardships we are suffering. He knows the storms that we are enduring. But he also knows, hallelujah, that we shall come forth as pure gold. There's an old slave song. I told y'all it was Black History Month. And there's an old slave song that I learned a long time ago. And I'm sure many of you know it as well. It says, walk together, children. Don't you get weary. There's a great camp meeting in the promised land. We sing about being tempted and we sing about being tried. But if that's our only struggle, we shouldn't complain. Just think of what the slaves had to endure. They got through each day one at a time focusing on the only guaranteed freedom they had, and that was heaven. That great camp meeting in the promised land. They held on to the blessed hope of eternal life, for without that hope, death would still be feared. Without that hope, hearts would still be miserable. Without that hope, minds would still be troubled. Without that hope... Their souls would still have had no song to sing. Saints of God, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. To, to, to my deacons, don't get weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Trustees, don't get weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Members, family, friends, don't get weary in well-doing. For in due season in the fullness of time we shall reap if we faint not. For when we all get to heaven, there will be no more plagues of doubt, no more pain of suffering, no more perils of Satan, no ch so children, don't you get weary. For one day, we shall trade our earthly gloom for heaven's riches. We shall trade our earthly problems for heavenly peace. We shall trade our earthly miseries for heaven's mansions. We shall trade our earthly tribulation for heaven's jubilation. Jesus said, Jesus said, he that shall endure unto the end, hallelujah, the same shall be saved. That's a word to me that this fight is fixed. This fight is fixed.
Because God has called on us to endure to the end, to, to go through whatever we go through. Because if we go through, if we endure, the same shall be saved. I'm looking in this room and I know there's some people in here that are going through sickness, that's going through difficulties. You need to endure because you shall be saved. So don't mark time and wait. Get busy. Stay busy for Christ. No time to rest. We made it. Don't you get weary. For there's a great camp meeting in the promised land. And God will guide us, and God will direct us to that promised land on earth, also in heaven. The word of God for the people of God, and all of God's people said, amen, amen, amen. God bless you. God bless you. Don't you get weary. We want to extend an invitation to you to join with us here at Ebenezer. Most of the people in this room right now are already members. I see you. I see you of this faith community, but we know that there are many online. And I thank God for Minister King, who has took it upon himself to do some things for us to have a better invitational outreach for our online partners. And so he's going to introduce that right now as we open the doors of the church. Amen. Amen. For those of you watching at home and you don't have a church home or you're looking for a virtual church home, even if you cannot physically be here, um, the, the way you can join us is simply, simple, real simple email. Join us at embcchicago.org. Join us at embcchicago.org. It should be in your chat box now. Join us at embcchicago.org. That's the, uh, Ebene- I'm sorry, Ebenezer Chicago. Uh, I got the whole email messed up in my head just that quick. Uh, but the, uh, the simplest way to do that is go ahead and type that email. Send an email. It will go directly to our uh, church clerk, and you will be a part of our uh, service. She will get that, and then myself or Pastor Person will reach out to you. If you may be a candidate for baptism and you're in the Chicagoland area, we will make sure uh, you're able to do that as well. So that email is up on your screen now. Again, it is real simple. Uh, Join us at embcchicago.org. Amen, 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 amen. We're taking our online presence further and further. We are not forgetting about the folks that come in person, but we know that God has blessed us with an online following for these two plus years that we have been, two and a half years we have been uh, online uh, strictly because of this pandemic. And we are, our reach is growing. Our reach is growing. Our reach is growing. And we want them to feel as if this is their home too. Amen. Amen. So I thank Minister King uh, for putting that together. And there'll be more things that you'll be hearing about that we're doing to, to enlarge our territory. Enlarge our territory as a race relates to our online presence. So those you who are watching, we, we can see you who's watching, and we want you to know that we appreciate your presence, and we thank God for you. The doors of the church are open. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Hallelujah in this place. Hallelujah in this place. 
Hallelujah in this place. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There being none, let us prepare now for Holy Communion. our Lord invites us to this his table all who seek to grow in his likeness we invite you to this holy table this communion table this is a table where we encounter the Christ and we are mindful of the sacrifice the sacrifice that he made for you, for you, for you, for you, the sacrifice he made for you, the sacrifice that we sing about. We come to this holy table and we're reminded of his broken body. His broken body that was broken for you. We gather at this table and we're reminded of the blood that was shed, that was spilled for you so that you can have a right to the tree of life. He didn't have to do it, but he did. And what makes this super amazing is he did it for you, especially for you. And so we make our humble confessions unto God so that when we partake of this table, we do not eat or drink damnation to our souls. So we make our confessions to God. We ask God, look into our hearts and our minds. And God, if there's anything that would make us unworthy to receive these elements, oh God, take it out, take it out, take it out. Because we come here to commune with you. And so we pray, oh God, our Father, we ask right now that these elements will become for us your body that was broken, your blood that was shed. God, we ask that you would create in us a clean heart and a renewed determination to serve you with everything we've got. God, you are so worthy. You are so worthy of our praise. You are so worthy, God, of our adulation. You are so worthy. You are so worthy. You are worthy of our love. 
you are worthy of our commitment to you. Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the earth. Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the earth. Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the earth. Bless them, God. Bless these elements. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. As musicians continue to play and we continue to be in a reverent spirit, if you have not already received your elements, if you could just raise your hand and we will have one of the deacons to come to where you are. If you do not have your elements, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb. the lamb that taketh away the sins. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We're thinking of God's goodness to us. Hallelujah. We're thinking of Christ's sacrifice for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there a witness in the house? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On the night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread, he broke it. Beloved, he said, this is my body which is broken for you. As often as you eat this, you do so in remembrance of me. So, beloved, take, eat all of it to your comfort. And in like manner, he took the cup, the cup of blessings, the cup that represents his blood that was shed for, for you. And on that night, he took that cup. He blessed it. And he said, this is my blood that it was shed for you. As often as you drink this, you do so in remembrance of me. Drink ye all of it to your comfort. Let's all sing that together. 
Come on, Eric, lead us. Come on, come on. Worthy is the Lamb. As we stand to our feet for the benediction. to him who's able to keep you from falling, to him who's able to present you before his Father with exceedingly great joy, to the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor and glory, now, henceforth, and forevermore, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Remember to be kind to one another, and let's pray for the sick among us as we pursue oneness in 2022.
Everybody wants to leave. Oh, 
said, I don't know. And I was like, oh, wait, yes, I do. Watch out. <laughs> she said she ain't eat pork or red meat until she got with dude. I was like, oh, no, he'll mess you up all the way then. <laughs> pork or red meat. Yeah. She said she eats ribs over there to be fresh, like off the grill. Uh, but she eats bacon and sausage. But she don't eat no. She don't eat pork chops. That's all. I'm going to leave it. 